Hi, everyone. It's Amy Newmark. I'm off this week, so I've chosen three great end-of-summer episodes for you from last year. I'll be back after Labor Day week with new episodes. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some instant inspiration from Chicken Soup for the Soul. It's Labor Day, and it really feels like the start of a new year, right? Even if you don't have kids in school and your life doesn't revolve around the school year, there's something about Labor Day that makes it feel like a time we can start fresh. And I know that I'm filled with ideas for how I want to do things better now, and I don't want to wait until January 1st. So last year at this time, we published a book that I co-authored with Deborah Norville called Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Power of Gratitude. And we made that book together because it's amazing how powerful gratitude is as a tool that you can use to change your life. And today, I want to share two powerful stories from that book about two women who used gratitude to dramatically improve their marriages, although the lessons learned could apply to any relationships, not just marriages. In the first story, Linda Newton tells us about one of her counseling clients, a woman named Erlene. Erlene was poised and elegant, and she was in her late 60s, and her husband had recently retired, and she was really feeling the pressure of being with him 24-7. He's driving me crazy, she said. I give him instructions on the simplest things like making coffee or operating a blender, and then I end up repeating myself 10 times before the task is completed. For goodness sake, the man was an engineer for 40 years. Have I spoiled him so badly that I've made him helpless? The truth is, no matter how much you love a guy, it's not easy to be around him all the time. So Linda suggested to Erlene that she do two things. The first was to write a list of everything she loved and valued about her husband. And the second was to persuade her husband to see a doctor just to make sure there was nothing wrong with him. Two weeks later, Erlene returned with a lengthy list of her husband's wonderful attributes. He was a good father and grandfather. He was an excellent provider. He was funny and faithful and protective. The list went on and on. And as she finished reading her very long list to Linda, she said, I really have to thank you. Your gratitude exercise has changed the way I look at things. It made me realize what a great man I'm married to, even if he does drive me crazy at times. So Linda said to her, just keep reading that list to yourself and also add more stuff onto the list. Then three years passed and Linda received a letter from Erlene. And here's what it said. I wanted to give you an update on my life. Four months after I came for counseling, I finally convinced my husband to see a doctor. The doctor discovered he had a brain tumor and he died five months later. Erlene said she was so grateful she had made that list. It caused her to treat her husband differently and to focus on everything that was good about him. She said, I shudder to think of what would have happened had I not come to see you. I would have grumbled and groused until it was too late to show him how thankful I was to be his wife. Embracing appreciation in place of my frustration was a gift to him but it was a gift to me as well, one I will never forget. 
Gratitude changed everything for that couple, and just in time. The Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast continues straight ahead. Welcome back. Now, Kathleen Bazzi figured out how to appreciate her marriage using gratitude as well. She says that she was always seeing that her friends and relatives had fancier lives than she had. They would be posting European vacation photos on Facebook, or they would be getting a home theater system delivered, or they would be equipping their kids with the latest in video game technology. And meanwhile, Kathleen and her family were living in a house that was furnished mostly with freebies, and her kids were wearing hand-me-down clothing, and they never ate out, even on days when the kids were rushing around after school. And one day, Kathleen's mother-in-law was visiting, and Kathleen confessed to her how she was feeling. She said, I feel so resentful sometimes. I know we're doing the right thing, living frugally, saving money, but it feels so hard. There are so many things I'd like to have, so many things I'd like to do, and we just can't. And Kathleen's mother-in-law said, you know, when you compare yourself to others, it's easy to focus on what you don't have. But there's one thing you two do have that we don't see too much in other married couples. You two make a priority of going out together and taking time to focus on your marriage. And that's a very important thing. You two have such a great marriage. Kathleen thought about that, and she realized it was true. She and her husband had been to the movies the week before. A few weeks before that, they had gone to a dance together, and they went on bike rides and hikes and picnics. These things didn't cost much, but they made for a very rich marriage, something most of her friends didn't have. Most of all, Kathleen thought of how happy they were together, even after 20 years. How many people can say that? So she started looking around with new eyes. That used furniture in her home had come from their grandmothers. The fact that they didn't go out to eat meant that they were eating Kathleen's good, healthy cooking every night together as a family. And she concludes her story by writing, Even without the big TV and the European vacations and the new wardrobe every season, we are, well, happy. And you know what? That's enough. Thanks for listening today. If you want to learn more about this book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Power of Gratitude, visit our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the Podcasts button. You'll see all the books that are featured on this week's podcast, and you can click on their covers and even read some great tips drawn from the books. Come back for the next episode of the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast on Wednesday. I'm going to share a couple of stories with you about religious tolerance in America, and I think these stories will make you feel great. They're from our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, My Kind of America, with the emphasis on kind and America. America. 